0: Oh, great. Now Microsoft wants to buy Discord and more coming up on today's episode of The Latest in Tech News. Hey Gadgeteer, you're just in time for the latest episode of the world's fastest growing show on tech and gadget news. That's right. This is The Latest in Tech News. My name is Taylor Merrick and you heard right. Uh, That's going to be today's feature story. So we'll be hopping right into that. But first, we have to take a look at the rest of the articles that we'll be covering today, including well uh Xbox Live is rebranding itself to Xbox Network, so rest in peace, Xbox Live, except you're just getting refreshed, so I guess eh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. We'll also be taking a look at Samsung reportedly working on a double folding phone, and finally we'll be taking a look at facebook v r wristband powered via. Brain signals, are they taking technology from Tesla and Elon Musk or something? I don't know, but we'll be getting into all of that. And in case you are new to the show, hit that subscribe, follow button. It's free, by the way. That way you guys can stay up to date with the latest news as it's being covered to the best of my ability. But here's the thing. We don't only cover just the latest news. We also cover the news that we feel uh, provides something unique, something interesting, something cool, something different, uh, and and some things in which cases aren't covered as prominently and and should be. So definitely stay tuned for that, and if there's anything that we do happen to miss or there's something that you do want to be informed of, do let us know. We are on all the social media platforms and technewsgadget.net. That being said, let's hop on over to today's feature story. All right, now I hate bringing this up again. It seems like Microsoft's a buyer for basically everything. They're too big and fat to know better to just knock it off. Um, sorry, perks of being a big company, uh, Microsoft. You already know it well enough. Uh, you will get a lot of criticism from moi. So, uh, <laughs> if you're if you're a fan of the show for a long time, you exactly know my stance on it. And if you don't, well, now no, you kind of do. I'm kind of biased towards it, anyways. Um, I like competition. I like seeing things shaking up. I don't like seeing, to some extent, big companies go and purchase other companies. It, it's just, it, <clears throat> I can, I can see the benefits and I can see the non-benefits and I can see the stupid decisions to some extent being made from it and, and good, bad, or otherwise, I generally know how these things turn out. Um, anyways. Let's get into the story. Microsoft is reportedly in talks to acquire messaging platform Discord for more than $10 billion. So uh, this article comes to us from CNBC. This is kind of breaking today, so this is probably going to be the talk of today outside of uh, likely um, a couple other things that I'm going to be touching on article-wise today. But Microsoft is in talks to buy messaging platform Discord for more than $10 billion. Bloomberg News reported, citing people familiar with the matter. Discord has reached out to potential buyers, and Microsoft is one of them, the report said. While one of them said it was more likely to go public than sell itself, and I sure hope that's more the case than not. I mean, if you want an obvious case in the case of uh, the story of two games, very similarly minded, one was, I'm going to bring it up again. Minecraft and the other one was Roblox. Roblox didn't sell it to anybody and uh, they went public and made a good chunk of change. And Minecraft, what's that? Exactly. Um, also, a uh, case in point, doesn't um, Microsoft own Skype? Why do they need Discord? I mean, are you guys really that desperate? I thought you purchased Skype and you integrated it and everything, and in Skype, works and powers everything like Microsoft teams and all that. Why do you need anyways? Earlier in the day, VentureBeat reported that discord was exploring a sale and was in final talks with a party. Both Microsoft and discord did not immediately respond to Reuters request for comment. Um, so that question kind of remains rumor, not rumor. And then final talks. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how it, how it sorts itself out. What do you, what is your reaction upon hearing this news are you happy are you not happy are you like oh great microsoft goes and purchases another thing i mean for crying out loud you guys got skype you have microsoft teams you have skype integrated with that you guys have xbox you have xbox communications and everything that goes along with that why do you need what like guys are you are you are you trying to fill something that you really shouldn't be filling or are people just getting desperate to sell stuff that they just want to make money and be done i i don't know it's kind of this really weird but we'll have to see how things sort out but uh, i'd love to hear your thoughts let me know down in the comment section if you're listening to this on TechNewsGadget.net, or uh in the comment section if you're watching this on video uh and anywhere else that you happen to be tuning in from and uh, that's that's really all i got before i go off on a rant so <laughs> i'll spare you that All right, moving on to the next article I got for you guys today. This article comes from Kotaku, and it says, R.I.P. Xbox Live from 2002 to 2021. The name Xbox Live is dead. You'll still be able to play Xbox games online, but the suite of Xbox online services will now be known as Xbox Network. Microsoft confirmed today to The Verge. This morning, many Xbox users noticed a small change ...on the Xbox dashboard. While uploading a screenshot to Xbox Live, some players noticed a reference to Xbox Network, where Xbox Live used to be. Xbox Network refers to the underlying Xbox Online service, which was updated in a Microsoft Services Agreement. The update from Live to Network is intended to distinguish the underlying service from Xbox Live Gold memberships. First launched in 2002, Xbox Live allowed players to play Xbox games online for a fee... The nine original live-compatible games included MechaSalt and NFL Fever 2003. As of last year, the service is no longer available for the original 2001 Xbox, but a third-party project is trying to restore functionality. Xbox Live Gold, which costs $10 a month and is necessary to play games online, comes bundled with subscriptions to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, Microsoft's $15 monthly games-on-demand service. Uh, Members of Xbox Live Gold also get free games every month through a program known as Games with Gold and an investor called this year Microsoft confirmed that Game Pass has 18 million subscribers, a 20% jump from the fall, but uh, keep in mind that uh, Microsoft back in January did announce its intention to increase the price of uh, Xbox Live Gold um, jumping from 60 bucks to 120 bucks, and uh, then it got bunch of backlash from it reverse course and further announced that it would no longer be necessary to play free-to-play games Uh, but that change will happen at some point in the coming months with no firm date yet so then it just goes on to continue everything you know mainly halo combat evolved playing that online long days playing halo 2 um all, all the fun stuff that goes along with xbox live but i never had an xbox so i can't really attest to that as much but yeah so uh i guess mark this day in history for the xbox live service and see like i said you guys you have xbox you have all the game communications you could ever want or need and everything that goes along with it why do you need discord why do you need why why do you need it why do you need it why, why do you need it sorry i just, i had to <laughs> uh, let's head on over to the next article Alright, did you guys know that this show is available as a podcast? uh, And that it's free to subscribe? I know it was surprising when I heard it myself. Um, But I also found out something cool. If you listen to this show on Apple Podcasts and you have an iPhone, all you have to do to get the show notes for today's show is swipe up. And All the show notes will be right there. I can just tap on whatever article I want to go straight to and read and look at the pictures, watch the videos attached to the article. So if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And if you are subscribed, regardless, leave a review. That's the best indicator that I have to know that uh, you guys are enjoying the show. And uh, as always, if you need to get in touch with us, technewsgadget at gmail.com is the best way to do so. Or just head on over to any of our website comment options or social media pages this article comes to us from the verge samsung is reportedly working on a double folding phone and uh well it, it actually turns out samsung's kind of doing pretty good for itself they're it's reportedly working on a double folding phone to add to its lineup according to uh nikki asia According to the article, the phone would fold into three segments using two hinges and could be announced as early as the end of this year. The phone would be a third option in Samsung's foldable lineup joining the Galaxy Z Fold and the Z Flip, uh, both of which are also expected to appear in new versions this year. According to the report, the design is still being finalized, but sources say its screen could have a more standard 16 by 9 or 18 by 9 aspect ratio, making it easier for app makers to design than the 25 by 9 screen found on the Z Fold. We've seen phones with foldal, multiple folds before. Xiaomi's working on a prototype folded at two points, but the company has reportedly adopted a more Galaxy Fold-like design for its upcoming foldable. Huawei's Mate X2 foldable uses a similar design to Samsung's. It would be a bit ironic, then, if Samsung is working on a double-folding design after others adopted to its single-fold style and then... It's hilarious uh, regardless. It's possible that Samsung is introducing a new type of foldable to ease its power users into a transition to the form factor. Samsung says this might be skipping a new Galaxy Note this year, but wasn't clear exactly on why. There's talk of streamlining its phone offerings and given the global chip shortage that i covered yesterday but you'll you'll hear this come up from time to time this could be a test to see if note users are ready for the fold by giving customers three foldable options to choose from samsung could be trying to make it as likely as possible that people will find one that works for them but it's kind of interesting what do you guys think looking forward to a a, like a double folding phone it would have like three segments on two hinges i don't know we won't know until the end of the year i'll likely cover it when it shows up uh Obviously, if they're the first or the second or the third, it doesn't really matter. Samsung usually get their time in the spotlight along with whoever else happens to be first and whoever happens to make like a decent foldable phone because we already know how the prototypes went and we already know how like the early versions went, which is comical. It seems like they're slowly figuring it out and working out the kinks. So definitely looking forward to a foldable phone options in the future. Let's see what comes up and they actually had a good year this year too so i can't really blame them ironically with all of the things going on over the past year samsung is doing it's doing pretty good so let's head on over to the last article we got lined up for today all right so for those of you um who like vr and are getting a kick out of it facebook vr wristband is powered via brain signals now i don't know if this actually came from (laughs) tesla or elon musk or or what's going on but (laughs) i like how the vr technology is in a space where people look at it and they go oh it's all like bluetooth (laughs) um okay so let's hop on into the article it comes to us from the bbc Facebook has unveiled a virtual reality wristband that will be used to control its forthcoming augmented reality glasses. The wristband interprets the user's hand movements via a cluster of sensors that detect motor nerve signals. Users will navigate by touching their index finger and thumb together to perform a click on the device. Privacy experts have raised concerns regarding what data the wristband could store on its users. Facebook says its system will be able to adapt to the individual behaviors of its users by using machine learning to predict their likes, dislikes, and other interests in real time. I did, why did it even have to bring in a privacy expert? Just shut up. <sighs> For good or bad, I, I, anyways, sorry, it's just that sentence really got me. Um, the system learns something about your location and key objects, like your running shoes or activity recognition. Oh no, privacy, they're going to know what my shoe is for crying out loud, like like I've said before many, many times regarding this whole privacy argument that seems to be an ongoing thing on the internet here, is it really that important that it needs to be private? I've already detailed out the things that actually should and need to be private, such as medical information that you share confidentially with a doctor, financial information that either you or a banker should know about, and if you're in the United States, your social security number. And that's really about it. That's kind of your primary, I don't know, identity indicators of who you are outside of that. Who cares whether you have green eyes? Who cares whether you have black hair? Who cares whether you have, you know, a a chipped nail? Like, really... Who cares if you buy size 9 white shoes um, with Velcro straps? Who really cares? Think about it. Anyways, uh, now that the uh, rant's over, the system learns something about your location and key objects, uh, and it learns that in the past you have often launched your music app when you leave your house with those shoes on. Then it asks if you would like to play your music and allows you to confirm it with just a click. Uh, but, Okay, so I guess the, my rant kind of worked into this. Pro-privacy digital expert Ray Walsh said consumers must make sure to stay informed about how much of their data was being shared with the company as the technology began to expand into the mainstream. The opportunity to exploit people's eye movements and nerve impulses to detect whether they are interested in content offers endless potential for surveillance capitalism, he told BBC News. <sighs> oh, for crying out loud. Legislatures should look closely at the legality of this new data collection and subsequent usage to ensure that consumers are adequately protected. Um, But I do understand certain extents of things and data needing to be protected by certain companies in certain situations, Um, just generally. The first version of Facebook's augmented reality glasses are expected to be released at the end of the year. But uh, this isn't anything new. Facebook has been working on its plan for VR for years, the company first showed interest in the tech as early as 2014 when it bought a VR startup Oculus. Now nearly 10,000 of its 15,000 employees work in its Reality Labs division. And uh, with VR estimated to be commonplace by 2030, well, Apple, Google, and a bunch of other people are also getting on the VR train. So looking forward to it or not. I don't know. I, I kind of like seeing what'll be different unique cool fun about the different vr devices what it remains to be seen get it (laughs) what'll actually uh materialize so um yeah but that being said there's anything i missed let me know down in the comment section and uh i think that covers let me double check yep that covers everything i got lined up for today and with that, that wraps up this episode of The Latest in Tech News. Thanks for tuning in. The Latest in Tech News can be found on every major platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else podcasts are found. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know by leaving a review and sharing this episode with a friend. Also, double-check that you are subscribed and following for free so that you don't miss the next episode. I'm your host, Taylor Merrick, and remember, for The Latest in Tech, Gadget, and Gaming News, visit technewsgadget.net. Pretty much, keep awesome, guys, and I'll see you on the flip side.